to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, what's going on? How are you? I'm so excited for today's conversation. We're getting really real. I mean, well, first of all, we're always real on this podcast, but really going to be vulnerable and open. And we're talking about body image. And to be honest, I like was scared to have this conversation because I'm generally a thin person. Um, and I think there's a misconception that you need to be really overweight to have body image issues. And that's just really not true. So what we're going to be talking about, it's kind of geared towards how this came up in pregnancy for me, but it really does apply to anyone because this actually started before I was pregnant. I just didn't realize it until I became pregnant. So we're going to be talking about body image, really just like the feel that come up for it, specifically how this really popped up for me in pregnancy and how it triggered past body image issues that I had before I was pregnant that I really didn't even know about. Um, and then obviously we're going to talk about some ways that I'm supporting myself through this and how you can support yourself. Okay. So I really thought honestly that I didn't have any body issues anymore until, like I said, I became pregnant. And to give you some context in the first trimester, I was bloated, right? Like it kind of looked like I was a little bit pregnant, even though it definitely wasn't from the baby. It was from bloat because I was really constipated and you're really bloated in the first trimester. And the reason why is because you have high progesterone levels, which is amazing. Like we need high progesterone levels. Progesterone is a sex hormone that you create from ovulation. And then during pregnancy, this is the sex hormone that actually holds onto and nourishes the pregnancy. So you want that hormone to continuously increase. Before I even went to the doctor for my eight week sonogram, I had to go to blood work uh, two times. I think it was like back to back days or maybe like a, a day and a half apart or whatever to check that my progesterone levels were increasing and that my HCG levels were increasing. All of them were perfect. All the levels were good, which is amazing. So it, the bloating, the constipation that happens, it's just part of the process. I'm going to do a whole another podcast episode on that to talk about like how I actually did support myself from not being too constipated and all that. So that's coming. That's a totally other episode. But I had not experienced bloating and constipation like that in about seven years when I was really like struggling in the past with my PCOS, with IBS. If you don't know my story, I have PCOS. I didn't know I had it for years and years and years. My period was always irregular. I had migraines, all the things, but I also had IBS um, and that presented itself as constipation for me and a lot of bloating, like literally chronically bloated. Um, and I haven't hadn't felt like that in seven years because been about seven years that I went plant-based and I started changing everything. I started learning how to thrive with PCOS, all the things. So when I started experiencing this bloating, it brought up a lot of past emotions and wounds that I didn't realize were still there. Like being so embarrassed and uncomfortable after every single meal. If you've experienced bloating or experienced IBS, you understand what I'm saying. Literally after every meal, I was so uncomfortable in my body. And then I would just be so embarrassed. I'm like, oh my God, like I literally feel like I look pregnant 
even though at the time, obviously I wasn't, um, you know, the feelings of wasting, cause this was happening like during first trimester, wasting so much freaking time in the bathroom in the morning, just trying to go to the bathroom because I was so constipated. And I remember those feelings of like, anger coming up and remembering how many months and years, not months, years, I dealt with that. And I was like, holy shit. Like, first of all, if you are experiencing that, like obviously the mind your hormones method is where we're going to teach you how to do that, but up your plants and reduce your animal products. And I promise you, you will start going to the bathroom more regularly. Obviously that is not the case for first trimester pregnancy. It's a whole different ball game, which we're going to talk about in another episode. But all these things started coming up. And then when I was looking in the mirror and I'm seeing this bloat looking like I'm pregnant, the feeling of in the past looking at my stomach and being like, oh my God, I look like I'm pregnant, but I'm not pregnant. Obviously, like all of these thoughts were coming up. So I realized that I never actually healed those, like those issues that were, that came up in the past that I experienced in the past. And then I realized that like, Sometimes, because I was thinking about this, I'm like, oh, you know what? You know what? Like, even before pregnancy, sometimes I would look at my thighs and think they were big. And because when I was struggling with my PCOS, it really manifested in gaining weight in my thighs mostly and like my stomach area because of the bloating and all of that. I really was never overweight. So again, I was always scared to talk about like weight and body image because I was scared I'd be judged for it because I am thin. I had about like 10 to 15 pounds of extra weight on me when I was like really struggling with things. But to put things in context, I'm not even 5'2". Okay, so like when you gain like even three pounds when you're this short, it's noticeable. But honestly, it wasn't even weight. I learned that it was inflammation in my body because it like once I started shifting my nutrition and lifestyle and everything, it literally just like fell off because it was so much inflammation. But I realized that I had to talk about this, even though I was scared to, because body image issues are real no matter what size you are, because it really has to do with your mind. It starts in your mind. It doesn't matter what size you are, what shape you are, how much you weigh, like literally none of that. It's all mental. Like body image issues come from our mind. And I know that there are other people listening to this, maybe you specifically, where you're like, you know, I'm really, I'm not like overweight. I'm not like a big person, but I have these body image issues, right? Or whatever it is for you. Even people who lose like 30, 40, 50 pounds, 20 pounds, they'll still see themselves in the mirror as what they were beforehand. And they'll still view themselves as not good enough if they didn't feel good enough before they lost the weight. So this was popping up again during pregnancy for me, really gave me an opportunity to like recognize this and heal this and have a conversation with you around it. Because Part of it really is feeling like your worth is attached to what your body looks like. Because otherwise, why would we feel a certain way about it, right? Or also we feel like, oh, you know, we're only accepted in society if we have washboard abs and we're a size zero and we look like this because of the way our culture and our society has painted what beauty is supposed to look like, right? So all of these things came up. So I'm going to go through like some of the actual fears I was feeling. Um, and then, you know, we'll, we'll talk about like the thoughts, how I shifted them and stuff like that. So the fears that were coming up, like 
one of them was I feared that, and this is still like, this is, I have not fully healed this by the way, because obviously if you're pregnant, you're constantly growing, things are constantly changing and you're just like literally watching it happen. You're like, like, and you feel like you're, you have no control over it, which you don't. But so these things still are popping up. So I'm fully just talking about this like in real time. Okay. So the fear of Chris, my husband, not being attracted to me anymore, not wanting to be intimate, all those things because my body's changing, because I'm looking different. I'm not, I'm going to be looking different than I, than I ever looked before. I'm like, oh my God, is he not going to love me anymore? Like, obviously that's not true. He obviously does, but these are like real fears that came up and I know that someone's going to connect with this. Okay. So that is the first thing that came up and then really just like not having total control over what my body does for the next nine plus months, because for so long now I've been in a place where I know exactly how to take care of my body. It's where I easily maintain a healthy weight, where I feel really good. I feel really energized. I feel really comfortable in my skin and my, and my body really without any effort anymore, just because of the lifestyle that I created. So now being in, you know, being pregnant, you really lose that control. Like your body is not just your own anymore. And it's going, it's doing things that you literally have no control over. And I am someone who likes to have control. I don't know if you could connect with that. So that was something that was coming up too, being like, Oh my God, like literally it's just changing right before my eyes. Um, putting on, and also I just want to say this. I know there are some people that are listening to this that are literally praying to have these fears and these problems. And I'm not even saying it's a problem. I'm obviously so freaking grateful that I'm pregnant, that I was able to get pregnant so easily, that I'm having such an amazing pregnancy. Like that, of course, like I should, that of course goes without saying, because I don't want someone who's listening to this, who's struggling with infertility to be like, oh my God, like I would literally die to have these issues. I know that. I know that for a fact, but I also know that this is real and these things do come up and it doesn't take away from the fact that I'm so grateful. I'm so blessed and I'm so excited about everything that's happening, but it's two can exist at the same time. So I just wanted to say that really quickly. Okay. Some other fears that came up is like putting on clothes and seeing them fit differently. Um, like for a while I'm able to like still wear the same things. Like I haven't been able to wear my jeans in a while, like things like that. Just like putting them on and being like, Oh, okay, this doesn't look the same. Like this is fitting completely differently. Um, and then most recently, now that I'm in my second trimester at the time that you're listening to this, um, and in real time, I'm 17 weeks pregnant. So you know, you're like, I fully look pregnant now. Like before it was like, oh, it could just be like a little bloating or whatever. But now like you feel, I fully look pregnant, um, which I love. Like I really do love it. But anyway, you know, the fear of not being able to get back to a body I feel comfortable in, that's something that's been new coming up for me as I just like continuously see things changing and growing. And that has been the biggest piece for me. But honestly, the biggest piece for me is feeling comfortable and feeling good in my body. It's not about the weight. I don't even own a scale. They they want you to weigh yourself every single week when you're pregnant to make sure you're gaining weight. I was like, I don't have a scale. So literally I weigh myself whenever I go to my mother-in-law's or whenever I go to acupuncture because they have scales just to like see what's going on because we literally don't own one. Because for me, I, I don't literally don't even care what the number on the scale says. It's about how I feel in my body, how comfortable I feel, how energized I feel. Like that's what it is for me. So the fear is like, am I ever going to be getting back to that point after pregnancy? And honestly, right now I feel, I really do feel amazing in my like pregnancy. Obviously there's certain like, you know, hip pain and things like that that like come up. Um, but it's just that fear of like, wow, like 
what's it going to be like after? Because I mean, I've never been pregnant before. I've never gone through this process. I don't know what it's going to be like. So those are just some fears that came up and I just wanted to name them and put them out loud, whether you are pregnant or not, how you can relate to some of these, because I don't think it's talked about a lot. And I think especially a lot of people will feel like they can't say it because it'll make them look like they're ungrateful for having this amazing experience going on in their body. And it doesn't make you ungrateful. It just makes you human for having these feelings. So And excuse me. And obviously it's a little bit different when you're going through these like body image issues when you're pregnant because of the reason why your body is changing, right? When you're pregnant, your body is growing and changing because it's growing a human. Like you literally have life inside of you. It's just completely insane, but it still feels out of your control because you're not necessarily doing anything different. Like I'm still exercising every day. I'm still eating really well. I'm definitely eating a little bit more as my hunger levels increase. I'm not at all concerned about if I'm eating too much or not too much. Like if I'm hungry, I'm eating. Obviously, like that needs to change. You're growing a human, but you're not necessarily doing anything really different. And that is exactly actually how I felt when I didn't know how to manage my PCOS. So if you are someone who you're you're in your body right now and you're like, I'm working out every day, I'm eating really healthy, I'm doing all the things, and I still feel like my body's not responding. That is how I felt before I knew how to manage my PCOS. And it's kind of a similar feeling where you're just like watching your body change through pregnancy, even though you're not doing anything differently. Um, and you know, at a time, like, you know, a decade ago when I was not knowing a freaking clue that I even had PCOS and what was going on, I was working out so hard. I was doing boot camp classes. I was going to spin classes. I was doing HIIT training. I, I hated them, by the way, but I was doing them. I was eating, quote unquote, healthy, what I thought was healthy, right? Salads with grilled chicken. I was having yogurt. I was having Shakeology. I was doing all these things that people tell you're supposed to do to be healthy. And I was literally gaining weight, which I learned was inflammation from my PCOS. It felt like my body wasn't my own because it's like, it's not responding to me. And I know someone is going to connect with that. And the thing is that it is actually responding to you. It's just not responding to you in the way that you want it to be responding to you because it's not getting what it actually needs. There's a, there's an imbalance going on underneath. That's usually blood sugar dysregulation, inflammation, nervous system issues, liver issues, gut issues, all the things we go through in the mind your hormones method. But these are the things that are underlying it, that, that your body is responding. It's just letting you know, like, Hey, these things that you're currently doing actually are not what I need right now. So that's why it's not responding in the way that you want it to. Um, and similar principles apply for when you're pregnant, like you're doing the same things, but you're still growing because obviously you're growing a human. Okay. So obviously in today's episode, we're talking about body image, pregnancy, all the things. So I wanted to share with you a skincare line that I'm obsessed with, which if you've been following me on Instagram or you've been part of this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me talk about it. Skin Essence Organics. I love literally all of their products. I've been using them on my face for like three years now. They've completely transformed my skin. Obviously it's most important what you're doing on the inside with your nutrition and stuff, but I'm obsessed with them. But what I am newly using now, since the second I found out I was pregnant, is their chocolate mandarin body bomb. It's amazing for helping prevent stretch marks. Obviously, I haven't experienced it to see if it works yet in my body, but my clients have used it and I've had amazing results. And so since the second I got pregnant, rubbing this chocolate mandarin all over my belly, my butt, my boobs, my thighs, like anywhere that's going to be getting bigger, put it all over to help prevent stretch marks. It also makes your skin so freaking soft. I'm obsessed with it. So I have a whole guide. It's a, it's a free product recommendations guide 
side. They're all pregnancy safe products. I've checked them all on EWG, the environmental working group. Um, so they're either all, they're either EWG verified or scored a one or two on EWG. All the information will be in the show notes. If you want to download it, it's totally free. If you're not pregnant, obviously you could still download it. It's not like just for pregnant people, but they are pregnancy safe, which I know people when they're on this journey, they're like freaking out of how to switch their products and do all the things. So I have that resource there for you. All information about Skin Essence Organics products are in there. The Again, the stretch mark cream that I'm using from there, all their skincare products I'm obsessed with, which ones to use if you have dry skin, if you have oily skin, if you have acne prone skin, they're all anti-aging, all the things. And you get a discount with code Corinne when you use it at checkout for Skin Essence Organics, C-O-R-I-N-N-E at checkout. That also gets you express shipping and free shipping and you spend over $50. But if you are pregnant, highly recommend getting this chocolate mandarin because there are so many like stretch marks creams that are on the market that have really questionable ingredients that I obviously don't recommend if you're pregnant. So I wanted to make sure I plugged this in there. All the information will be in the show notes to download the product recommendations guide and also to shop at Skin Essence Organics if you're interested in getting any of their products, including that chocolate mandarin. So let's get back into today's show. I realized that like, why would my worth change just because my body's changing, right? Like when you really think about it, it's like, I'm the exact same person, whether I'm bigger, smaller, rounder, like doesn't matter. My soul, my energy, my being is exactly the same, which means I'm worthy no matter what is going on on the outside and no matter what the outside is presenting. So are you because you're being, and this like being pregnant was a perfect way to actually see this because it's like, this is happening within my body. My body is changing because of it, but I'm still the same soul. I'm still the same energy. I'm still the same being. I still have the same worth. All of us are worthy the second we're born till the second we die and beyond because of who we are as a person. We're all meant to be here. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. You know what I'm saying? So like you are worthy just because of who you are as a person. And I know that we all know that, but sometimes it's hard to just like really feel that, especially when you're feeling uncomfortable in your body. Um, and obviously I want you to feel comfortable in your body. I want you to know how to take care of yourself in a way that makes you feel really good. But I, I really just want to acknowledge that these thoughts do come up no matter what shape or size that you are. So now let's talk about like how I shifted these thoughts and what I shifted them to. So for pregnancy purposes, when these thoughts would come up, I would immediately shift to, okay, my body is the home of my baby, right? Like literally my body is shifting and changing to keep her safe and to help her grow. I'm saying her, we don't know the sex. We're not finding out the sex of the baby. I just say her because I really feel like it's a girl. And obviously I just feel like I need to have a girl, but anyway, I'll be happy. Obviously, no matter what, happy and healthy, as long as the baby's good, we're good. But anyway, so I'm saying her, but we actually don't know. And we're not going to find out till they come popping out. But anyway, so my body is shifting and changing to keep her safe, to help her grow. And like, it's not permanent. And it's literally, it's so freaking beautiful that we have the ability to sustain, grow, and birth life into this world and that our body literally adapts to accommodate and nourish this new being. Like it's literally wild when you think about it. And again, if you are someone who is struggling with fertility, please let this just be something that proof of possibility for you because it was not supposed to be easy for me. I have PCOS. I didn't have a period for two years. It was irregular for decades before that. Like literally like it can heal. It can change. It can get better. Like 
I, I mean, I could go on and on, on about this. I talk about it all the time on this podcast. I just want you to know that your fertility, the way it is right now, does not have to stay that way. What we need to do is address any underlying imbalances that are causing your fertility to be negatively impacted and then optimize that fertility. That's what we do in my program, Activate Your Fertility, which all the details for all this will be in the show notes, okay? But anyway, um, so that that's how I'm shifting my thoughts. Like, no, for like this also, like when I look at my body, I feel like if I'm feeling some negative type of way about it, then I'm feeling that way towards my baby. So I just shifted it to like, when I look at my growing baby, uh, my growing belly or my growing body, I'm like, F that to look feeling like any sort of negative way about it. My body's changing for the baby. I love it. And so loving my body is an extension of loving my baby, right? So that's like how I'm thinking, excuse me, thinking about it in my head. Now, if you're not pregnant, you could literally just shift your thought to my body's literally keeping me alive and allowing me to experience life. And it's communicating with me on a daily basis. Maybe I don't know exactly what it's saying because I'm not aware of things that are going on in my body. I've never learned them or I was never taught them, but it is communicating with me and it's allowing me to experience life. You could also just think like, if you're not pregnant, you could start finding ways to feel really grateful for certain parts of your body that you might not love right now. For me, it was always went back to my thighs because again, I have that image of what they were like before I was like healing things and it, like my PCOS and everything. And that's like really where my inflammation was stored. But you could like literally when things pop up, say, say it's thighs for you too. Like I'm just giving an example. Like they literally carry you through every single step of life and they hold you up. They give you the ability to walk, to dance, to run, to jump, etc. There are some people in this world, maybe someone, maybe some of you who are listening, who don't even have the ability to walk and would love to have that ability no matter what the frig their legs looked like, right? So it's like bringing it back to that while also, of course, doing things that are actually supporting our body and making sure that we are in the healthiest environment possible. Again, regardless of weight, it does not matter, but so we feel comfortable and so we're living in a healthy temple that is going to be carrying us through life. So those are just some like thoughts and beliefs you could shift through. And then as far as like practical tips, one, and this could be with or without, whether you are or are not pregnant, wearing clothes that actually fit you and that feel that you feel really good in, right? Because I remember, and this was like kind of my breaking point in the past when I was, you know, years ago when I was struggling with all of this, I remember putting on this off white pair of corduroy pants. I was going teaching and I was like, Oh my God, they're so uncomfortable. They were so tight. They weren't when I first bought them, but they were so tight. They were so uncomfortable. And I'm like, Oh, but I didn't want to buy a new one because, you know, you always have the idea like, oh, I don't want to buy a bigger pair because what if I lose a weight or whatever, like whatever the thoughts are, but I just felt so uncomfortable in them. It's like, why do that to ourselves? Like wear clothes that actually fit you and that you feel good in because again, it is all mental. And not only is that going to help you mentally, but that is then going to help you physically because everything is connected. Our thoughts literally translate into ourselves. It's, it's all one. So things that you're thinking are manifesting in your body on a physical level. So when you're wearing things that fit you and that you feel good in and that you look yourself, you're like, Oh, I love this that's going to change the physical manifestation of your cells. And obviously it's going to just make you feel better in the process. So wearing things that actually fit you and that you feel good in, whether that's yoga pants or whether that's jeans or whether it's sweat, like literally doesn't matter. Whatever you feel good in, whatever that fits you, like do that. And that's going to really help shift your energy around it. Um, and then the next one, yeah, who, who cares? Like 
Cause sometimes it would be like, this was never really something that I struggled with, but I, I know with like certain clients, just people around me, it's like, Oh, but I don't want to buy that. Or I don't want to go shopping because of the size that it is. As long as it looks good and feels good to you, like really does the size even matter? Because honestly, certain brands on one size, certain brands on another size, like they're all so different. So just focusing on what actually looks good to you and what feels good in your body. Um, something else that you could do is like getting ready. Like I, like I realize it cause I work from home, so I don't have to always get ready, put makeup on, whatever. But like that makes me just feel like blah sometimes, right? So like getting ready, putting on some makeup, doing your hair, like that really like lifts your mood up and helps support you when you are having those like body image issues or just like feeling a little blah. Um, and movement, like moving your body and exercising again, not for the reason and not with the intention of, Oh, I need to exercise and move my body because I need to lose weight to be accepted, to be worthy, to be loved. Like that is not the vibe. That is not the intention. The intention of moving our body is so that we feel good in our bodies, that we're taking care of our body. And because we're meant to move, we're not meant to be stagnant beings. And when you exercise and when you move your body in a way that feels good to you, like for me, not doing the boot camp class and the spin and the hit, like that was not good for me. Not for like, it just wasn't my vibe. Now I'll do like 15 to 20 minute exercises, like Pilates, yoga, things like that. And you literally just feel so much better in your body when you're done. Like it's, it's amazing what it does for you. And then obviously it's going to shift how your body is. If you're doing movements that actually support you and you're not like killing yourself to do them just because you think that you have to break a insane sweat, work out for an hour every single day and do all these like hard things. Like that is not going to support your hormones. That's going to negatively impact your hormones. It's going to actually cause you to store fat and waste muscle. Specifically, if you're doing this in your later phases of your cycle, like in your luteal phase or during your period, like I have so many other podcast episodes on that. So go back and listen to them, but doing movements and exercises that actually feel good to you, that you're excited to do that aren't killing your body. It's going to shift the way that you feel about your body. Of course, the way that your body looks, but it's just going to change your energy around it. So like really getting consistent with that is so helpful. And again, it's quality over quantity. It does not matter if it's just 15 minutes a day. Like that's literally what I do 15 to 20 minutes, maybe 25 minutes a day, because that's what I know I can stick with consistently every single day. I can stick with that. Obviously the first few weeks of pregnancy that was not happening, but that's something I could stick to. I will not stick to doing an hour a day. I just know that that's not happening. So why would I even start doing that? To me, it's more beneficial. And I prefer my clients to move their body every day in some capacity for 15 to 25 minutes than three times a week for an hour, because it's the consistency of it. And it's the daily movement that's going to add up the most, and it's going to make you feel better each day. So that is really, really helpful. Um, Focusing on the parts of you that you actually love. Maybe it's your hair, your eyes, your smile, your personality, whatever, like focusing on that because whatever you focus on grows where your energy go, where your attention goes, energy flows. So really making it a practice to focus, like when you start focusing on something that you don't like about yourself, recognize that thought and then be like, okay, first of all, I'm not my thoughts. I don't have to attach them. I don't have to believe them. I don't have to believe every super thought I have. I can just shift that thought to what do I love about myself? Okay. It could be something so small. It doesn't have to be anything big. Okay. Oh, I really like my nail color 
say. I really like, uh, you know, how I showed up in this situation. I like my color eyes, like whatever, right? Just shift to something that you love about yourself because that's going to then, the longer you focus on that, another thought's going to come in of something else you like. And then another thought's going to come in and then you're going to raise that energy around it. So focus on the parts that you actually love. Okay. So those are just some tips for you. I hope this was helpful for you, no matter what like stage of your journey you're at, whether you're pregnant, whether you're not pregnant. I really just wanted to be real about this because I think that it's not talked about enough. And because I had like a feeling of like, oh, I don't know if I should talk about this. I'm afraid of what people are going to think. I'm like, okay, that means I have to talk about it. So let me know what you thought about this episode. I would love to hear your thoughts around it. I'm so grateful for all of you. And I'm just like, I love that we have this platform and this space where I could be so open and honest with you and have it be something that you actually relate to. So you know that you're not alone in these feelings, that you're not bad for having these feelings, that they're normal, that there's ways to shift out of them. Obviously, I am not an expert in body image. Okay. Like not any way, shape or form. Am I an expert in this? I'm literally just sharing with you what I'm feeling in real time and how I'm supporting myself and hopes that it helps support you and helps you feel like someone gets it and that you're not alone in this. So I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Come DM me on Instagram at Angelica. share it on your stories, tag me, let me know whatever your takeaways are. I love hearing from you. There's so many new people listening to the podcast. It's absolutely incredible. I'm obsessed. I love you all so freaking much and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.